0: We know all the things surrounding Zach Levine has not been good But let's keep it a buck, this team is not good either <laughs> So in today's episode, I want to talk about Who deserves the most blames for this Chicago Bulls mess Oh, I've got to turn up on this one We're going to talk about it But you know, we got to hit the music first Come on, yeah Come on, yeah Boys podcast with the cognac boys i'm cognac boy bobby and i'm holding it down on another episode of shy Boys podcast with me and my co-host c-dub if you like what you're listening to today hit the like button subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so every time we drop you'll be one of the first ones to know the chicago bulls they lost last night to the miami heat (laughs) That <laughs> I kind of feel like that's been the norm we Lost, 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 win, lost, lost, lost For your Chicago Bulls But now the record stands at 5-10 and ten for your Chicago Bulls It doesn't look too bright It doesn't seem like there's much light at the end of that tunnel for the Chicago Bulls right now, especially with all things considered. But I want to talk about who deserves most of the blame. Do we point the finger at some of those players? Do we point the finger at head coach Billy Donovan? Or do we look upstairs to the front office and ownership? I mean, because we can go ahead and talk about how the players and all these different guys that has come into the Chicago Bulls these last few years – have not quite mixed well together. We can look at Coach Billy Donovan, and we can say, "Hey, your coach's style, is prison is not that good." To quite frank, to be quite frank with you, it stinks. We could talk about the rotations that he's been implementing over the last few seasons. We could talk about the lack of shooting that's been on the coach, and that comes, I mean, on the team. That comes from, you know what I'm saying, guys just not hitting shots. Maybe that co- coincides with some of the, the style of play that the Bulls want to incorporate and things like that. And we can also talk about there has not been a real legit point guard in the Chicago Bulls uniform since Lonzo Ball. I understand that we got guys that we could look at. We seen Ayodosumu Sumu coming in as a young bull and try to accomplish those things. But Billy Donovan sat him down early for the sake of going drogic who wasn't even on a team by the end of the season, killed his confidence, let him go on, boom, 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 insert Kobe White, who I believe is making some turners, you know what I'm saying, who's turning that corner a little bit, but it's still going to take time for us to fully see what he can be uh, as a point guard for the Chicago Bulls. Or lastly, do we look at the front office and the ownership? That's where I'm going to look today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking at the front office and ownership for being responsible for the Chicago Bulls bullshit we continuously see for the now. For now, the third season in a row, we'll go ahead and say two and a half seasons, because that first, that first, that first half of the season, kind of half of the season, you know, those 35 games we got with Lonzo Ball, that was some excitement enough, and then Lonzo Ball went out. And these guys and everything went downhill. It's been the same thing after the same thing after the same thing. And we are sick of it. Let's keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? The front office and the owner are the most to blame for this bullshit. Why? They make all the decisions, right? They sign players. They trade players. They release players. They put players up in position to go to the G League. They got scouts. They evaluate. You supposed to go ahead and establish some type of player development, some type of things that go ahead and bolster this team up, 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 up. But it seems like the owner only gives a fuck about payroll. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. This ownership and this front office, they hire the coaches, they bring in players, they get personnel to do things. And let's keep it a buck. The owner has been okay with putting out bullshit for too long. As long as the bills are being paid and profit is being made, Jerry Ryan's dork does not give a shit about us as the Chicago Bulls fandom and love. He does not care. He does not care. Only thing that matters is at the end of the year, before we got to go ahead and make sure we file taxes for the following year, when his accountant say, hey, we made profit, now, if you want to save a little bit more, you might have to donate a little bit of money so we can make sure we remain in a certain tax bracket and then make sure we maneuver another way so we can get a couple tax breaks. Y'all, all my people in business know when that time come around every end of the year, you speak to your accountant, you speak to the person that's handling all your finances, and they say, hey, we, we, we kind of reaching this threshold. You might want to donate a little bit so we can reap some of those benefits. Then Jerry's Reindork, he goes ahead. He do- he throws out something. You see some Chicago Bulls player in the news for attending some type of book bag giveaway. I'm pretty sure with Thanksgiving coming up, you'll see some turkeys giveaway, And it's just saving, saving more money. Oh, let's not forget that this guy went up in there and fouled for the disabled player exception and still has not used it, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about the dollars. So that's who's going to get the blame for me. He chose Fred Hoiberg over Jimmy Butler. How did that work out for the Chicago Bulls? I know how it worked out for the Miami Heat. They didn't win it, but damn, at least they fans got something to cheer on to see it to see their team in the finals. We ain't been in the finals since what 98? 98? I was four years old, ladies and gentlemen. I was four years old. Three. If we if if we if we, we keep it in a buck, I was three getting ready to turn four that, that November. <laughs> like, let's keep it a buck. This guy went ahead and sent these these guys in the front office, went ahead and signed Billy Donovan several days after he was just fired by the Oklahoma City Thunder. You interview guys like Kenny Atkinson and Eme Udoka, who I believe are better coaches than Billy Donovan. And you said when you signed him, AK and Mark Eversley, you couldn't stop smiling. Bitch, are you smiling now? Are you still smiling now? <laughs> let's keep it a buck are you still smiling now my friend you mishandled you and your guy mark eversley arty y'all mishandled the lonzo ball injury y'all sitting there waiting back twiddling your fingers go ahead and say hey the, the the fans are happy with the first 35 games we put out there we can get back there so you go ahead and mishandle the roster you wait for uh Lonzo Ball again, and you say, hey, we're going to run this thing back. We're going to look at continuity. We're going to go ahead and not do a damn thing. Not do a damn thing. And now, look, so much of the turmoil from the front office and the owner is now trickling down on how they mishandled his roster and mishandled Zach levy. Period. What has Billy Donovan shown in his tenure with the Chicago Bulls to deserve an extension with this team? Absolutely nothing. Nothing that's conducive to winning. Nothing that's going to contribute to some playoff success. We got one playoff win in the last 3 years under Billy Donovan. One. You couldn't make it out the play in after you was being after you was up with two, three, four, five minutes left against the Miami Heat last year. You couldn't do that because guess what? You reverted back to what the issue was last season again. Your rotation stink in the way that you think basketball stinks. I understand you got a bunch of guys that gonna come out here and vouch for Billy Donovan, and that's totally fine. I'm pretty sure he's a nice guy. But this ain't about nice guys and giving out participation trophies, ladies and gentlemen. This is a this is a production based business, and the wins ain't adding up. The losses are piling up, so I gotta put that at the guys that are that are at the top. That's head, That's the ownership and the front office. They lack accountability. They lack accountability. What good GMs and no matter whatever the sport is. They know how to just wash their hands with their losses, adjust, and make their mistakes something right. These guys are still holding on. These guys are still holding on. Nikola Vucevic came out there during the offseason and pretty much said, hey, we thought Alonzo Ball was coming back. We want the same without Alonzo Ball. That's a trickle-down effect from the top. You ain't did nothing. You ain't try to move. You tried to go get Tristan Thompson out of a buyout market. You sat there. You stood pat. After the, the first half of the last season, you stood pat. The same problems were still present. And you said, nah, we ain't going to do nothing. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna sign Pat Bev, though. Oh, this he's a Chicago kid. We're just going to pacify the, the problem. Chicago's going to love him because he's from the west side of Chicago. He's a Chicago kid. He's going to bring energy. He's going to bring fire. But what was that, bro? What did that land us? Nothing. You sat on your ass. Let's just keep it above. They sat on their ass, and that is just how they've been carrying themselves for the last three years in Chicago. This front office. This ownership, they don't care. So they deserve most of the blame. They deserve the blame. Look at your team this year. Look at your team this year. In 15 games of play, your Chicago Bulls have been blown out five times. Out of 15 games, your team has been blown out five times. That's a third of your games played. You've seen two three-game losing streaks. They still haven't won two games in a row, ladies and gentlemen. They just went through a stretch of seven out of the last eight games were at home, and they went three and five. You didn't have to travel. You had to take a bus ride to Milwaukee. whoop Whoop-dee-damn-doo. damn do. thats a problem. And then you get people like me. Still going to buy this dumbass merch Still going to rock the Bulls That's because I love the name that's on the front Not that's on the back Like I said The teams that are in Chicago Sports Industry Are supposed to be a representation Of its people It's some weak ass people in Chicago You could say that about just about anywhere but I guarantee if you listen to me right now, you can all agree with me. Majority of the people in Chicago, we hard-nosed, we take our ass to work, we take care of business, and we stand on business. And if all hells goes wrong, we gonna show some damn heart. Tell me when the last time this boys team showed some damn heart. Tell me. You can't. You can't. Right now, it's just a bunch of finger-pointing amongst your players. Hey, we got to do this. We got to do this. Hey, we tired of the lip service, bro. We are sick and tired of lip service. Put the action on film. Put it all on the floor. I know some guys that hooped on 63rd that left it on a concrete court. Probably why we all got bad knees, but that ain't the point. (laughs) That ain't the point, bro. But my guys from 63rd over there in and, and, and the lakefront, front, they used to hoop up that no. You was hooping. You had to hoop. You ain't have a choice but to hoop and pick yourself back up. These guys need to pick themselves back up. But unfortunately, with the guys controlling all the moves, it's going to be difficult. Your star players don't seem interested, ladies and gentlemen. Zach Levine took nine shots yesterday. DeMar DeRozan took 10 shots yesterday, bro. 10 shots yesterday, bro. Unacceptable, right? Exactly. Unacceptable and a bad representation of what Chicago is really about. I can go on forever, but I'm going to just go ahead and stop it right there. Let me know, who do you guys think deserves the most blame in Chicago? Y'all heard my take. I'm going with the front office and ownership because they are the leaders of this team. They make all the decisions, ladies and gentlemen. And I understand there might be some pushback. And they say, hey, we got to wait till December 15th so things open up a little, bit, boy. I understand that. And I'm totally fine with that. But what about your head coach, too? What about your head coach, too? Enough is enough. We, we, I still feel like Billy Donovan's still getting pats on the back for a good job he's doing. Ain't shit good about it. But y'all let me know, man. That's it for me today. Make sure you comment below. Let's chop it up. Let's see what we can do. Let's get some of this frustration out on this team because, man, we definitely will need some relief after this. Make sure you drink responsibly. And you don't do hard drugs <laughs> because we ain't having it. Don't do it. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. If you want to sound off, call in so you can be a part of a mailbag episode where me and C-Dub will react to your call. And we're going to talk. That number is 773-242-9219. This is another episode of Shot Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm going to catch y'all on the next one for sure. Oh yeah.